Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Travis back with another episode of the Rep by Rep Strength Podcast. So, um, today I am I'm on a long drive right now, so I've got plenty of time to let my let my thoughts on training from the week kind of empty out here. So, um, there's there's a handful of people that I've been working with um, for better part of seven years now and you know it started out you know working with them in person and then like working with a couple of them in person and then the other few um, it was kind of this hybrid mix of you know they would work with me virtually and then occasionally come in and work with me in person and then there was another another one or two that have pretty much been exclusively virtual this whole time. So a couple factors that I take into consideration when I start working with people is number one, what's their injury history like? Number two, what's their biological age? Number three, what's their training age? And biological age and training age are completely different because even though somebody may be 30 years old, that's their biological age, but they've never trained before. They have a training age of zero. So that would be the type of training that I would put together for that individual would be vastly different than someone who's 25, but they've been lifting weights since they were 15, for example. They effectively have a a training age of, of 10, years underneath their belt. So, um, anyway, those, those are some, some differences there. Uh, another factor I'll look at is just something called anthropometrics. So we look at limb length. Um, and while I'm looking at limb length, I'll also consider, uh, flexibility and mobility and how that plays into, uh, you know, their capability to perform a certain movement. Also keeping in mind that there are no magic exercises that, um, you must do in the weight room. You know, it's, it's highly, uh, dependent on, um, the factors I just laid out. But, you know, as an example, um, everybody thinks you have to barbell back squat. Yeah. Barbell back squatting is fun. It's one of my favorite lifts, but, um, if I'm working with a guy who's six, six and, you know, has super stiff ankles, and a bad left shoulder, a barbell back squat's probably not the best exercise for him. Maybe a better choice, as an example, would be a front foot elevated dumbbell split squat. He can still get that deep hip angle. He can load it a little bit more appropriately uh, with a bad shoulder, and we can work on single leg strength as well. So, I mean, there are a lot of different exercises we can swap in and out as long as we're hitting the movement patterns that we want to hit. So movement patterns I'll look at will be squatting, deadlifting, pushing and pulling, which will be broken down into vertical and horizontal components. Then some type of carry. And the deadlift and squat, variations of those. Variations of the pushing and pulling. Um, there, Again, there is no magical piece of equipment that we have to use. So from there, we'll look at, okay, well, well, how many days a week can you consistently train? Uh, 
you know, and a lot of people will say, I want to train five days a week. It's like, no. You know, what's the likelihood of you consistently sticking to that? A better option would be to start with fewer training sessions, working really, really hard, and focusing on getting three sessions every seven days, as opposed to setting yourself up for failure when you say, well, I want to get five training sessions in in seven days. A, life is probably just going to happen, and you're probably going to miss a session or two throughout the week. Something is going to come up, and then you'll start beating yourself up and saying, oh, well, I failed at this. I, oh, man, I'm, I'm down. Well, what's the point of doing the remaining three sessions? And then people will just go down that, that rabbit hole, and it's, it's better to be in a position of, okay, cool, I've got my three sessions knocked out for the week. Now I, now I have the option to do an, like an additional day because I've got my main work done. So um, just to give you a couple examples of, of some of these folks that I've worked with um, remotely and the success that they've had. So the first guy, um, you know, he, he would work overseas for about a month at a time. So he would be gone for a month, and then he would be back for anywhere between two to four weeks, kind of depending on his work schedule and requirements because, you know, they might call him back out to the field. He might just have to pick up and go. So we had to be, um, and he essentially had a training age of, you know, zero to maybe one year. Um, and we started off with just learning the basic lifts. So when he was home, we would learn and practice basic lifts, basic barbell lifts, which would be, you know, I think we started with goblet squatting and then slowly over time that evolved into um, front squatting, which evolved into back squatting. And then we worked some sort of hinge pattern rather as a trap bar deadlift when he first started. Um, and then that slowly moved into uh, straight bar barbell deadlifts. Then overhead presses started with dumbbells. Dumbbell bench press started with uh, light dumbbells. And then slowly over time, we worked this into heavier and heavier lifting, uh, done more frequent with heavier stimulus each and every time. So especially when he was home, we'd, we'd hit it really hard. And then when he was gone, whatever time he had available, he would get in short workouts that were done with uh, oftentimes he just had some bands. That's all he was able to take with him. So we'd have to get creative about, okay, what can we, what kind of work can we get done that looks similar to the lifts that you're going to practice when you get back done with bands. So he would do a lot of band work. And then when he had come back, do a lot of barbell work. So over the course of time, his, his lifting evolved from, um, very, very simple basic lifts, which is oftentimes best anyway, into slightly more complex exercises with um, more creative uh, loading variations. So when he first started, for example, I can't remember at this point, but it, it was something along the lines of three sets of 10, four sets of 10, and then it became, okay, we're going to do three, two, one waves, and then we'll do some ratchet type loading. Um, we'll do some things with bands and chains once he got into like year four, year five. Um, 
you know, so we were able to be very creative once he had um, the base built up. Once he had that base built up, then he could tolerate higher and higher amounts of training. So that worked very, very well for him. And then um, last couple years, it had been uh, exclusively remote work because he got, he got a job, moved to a different state, and then I got a job and moved to a different state as well. But we were still able to work together with pretty good success and to the point where he's learned enough during his time in working with me that he's able to make appropriate training decisions for himself and then he'll just shoot me a text here and there we'll talk if he's having trouble with anything and then he'll just take care of himself at this point so that's what I love is teaching people how to make appropriate training decisions so that they can take care of themselves for the rest of their life and then reach out to me anytime so that's the first example the second example is a lady I've worked with um, I think close to seven years now and she had she had trained with a couple different folks here and there and um, you know most of my training like I will have people use you know machines cables um, all sorts of different implements as needed but for the most part, I will try to find a way to do ground-based work with free weights for most people. And then the, all that will change is going to be the type of loading, um, the range of motion potentially, um, the complexity of the exercise, the speed of the exercise. Because again, um, that the lifts will, should move from slow to fast over time. They should move from simple to more complex over time. And then we can also increase the frequency and deal with more sophisticated loading uh, loading variations over time. Anyway, um, this lady is an ER doctor. And she has a very stressful schedule, much like the guy that I just mentioned. And I think both, between the two of them, I think in the course of six, seven years, whatever it is at this point, they might have missed together. They might have met, missed three training sessions. Their compliance rate for sticking with their training is out of this world. Now, don't be confused here. There were certainly times where both of them, for different reasons, were, were not feeling 100%. They were not feeling like training. But, they still came into the weight room and we just adjusted how much we were doing for the day. We had, we adjusted the intensity for the day and then spent the rest of the day recovering, you know? So either way, they still got some sort of work in. They didn't make excuses. They have discipline over motivation. And what that means is they have these built-in disciplines into their lives to where their health is a priority for them as a form of preventative medicine that they take so seriously that they will not miss sessions. The only time they've missed sessions, again, I think it was three three times, was they were, you know, at, feeling absolutely terrible, like flu-level symptoms for at, at some point, you know. So, anyway, this lady... Uh, she had worked with a few different 
a few different folks here and there, and they hadn't pushed um, free weight exercises as much as I do. And we introduced free weight movements slowly, but surely, and her results were better and better and better because she responded in a positive way to free weight exercises. And then we adjusted the frequency, adjusted the loading, and she, she's got a full setup in, her, in one room of her house now because it worked better for her to have just communicate with me remotely where she'll send over videos of her performing a lift and I'll break it down, send her some feedback back, and then she'll know what to do for next time. So she has her gym right there, so she will wake up, go right downstairs in the gym, get warmed up, and go. And that is just her daily routine. Now, here's the thing, is she does not lift light weights. She will, she will do some light supplementary work here and there after her main lifts, but we will sequence and cycle heavy lifting into her training. And to my knowledge, she's never felt better. She's, she's probably the, the strongest she's ever been, probably the leanest she's ever been, because we implement appropriate doses of heavy training on a regular basis. As an example of this, she just finished up a uh, 12-week block, and and we'll, we'll sometimes peak out uh, her her 12-week or eight or 12-week block, kind of wherever we're at, um, just to see you know what went well, what did not work out too well for you, what adjustments do we need to make, etc. And we peaked out this block and. She back squatted, uh, I think we finished 205 or 210 on a back squat for a single. And this was the heaviest she had lifted with the best technique and depth she's ever performed a back squat with. Because that's been something we've been looking at. It's not just loading, like not just how heavy can you lift, but what's the technique look like? How are we breaking that down? So her technique is vastly different from over the course of the past year, two years. So she had continued to work on ankle mobility and getting her calves loosened up and all of this stuff and doing a lot of pause work. So as a result, her back squat peaked out at 205, 210, somewhere along there. And I have a feeling that when we go over her next 12-week block, she is probably going to hit another PR because part of it is... Part of training is the frequency that you must do things in order to not just retain, but also develop the skill and have the confidence to know I can do X number of pounds for X number of reps. And then you just flat out need to practice it. Anyway, um, bench press got to, I believe, 145, 140, 145, and then her deadlift finished out right around 315 I think she hit 320 and then missed 325 so I say these numbers because she has made a hell of a lot of progress I would have to go back in the records and look to see 
just how much progress we're talking about, but she is fairly petite. She works a stressful schedule, but she makes time in her schedule for training. So, just wanted to outline or highlight a couple client success stories there of people who have worked very, very hard and continue to work very hard and built this into their life. And it's now a part of, again, preventative medicine for them. So, when you start investing in your health like this in terms of training, other areas you're likely going to make better decisions as well because you start to understand the implications of long-term health decisions that you're making right now and how that impacts your future self. So you start, in all likelihood, making better food choices. You start making better choices in terms of what, what are you drinking? Are you drinking alcohol? Are you drinking regular Coke? Are you, you know, are you drinking enough water? Things of that nature. Okay, now we've got that under control. We've got training, uh, food, uh, fluid under control. What's your sleep look like? What's your stress level look like? How do we manage that stress? How do we manage um, your training while under stress? All of those things start to come into play and we start to get a better understanding of that and now we can have better success long term. So anyway, uh, if you guys have questions about any of this, please let me know email me at jtbarrettfitness at gmail.com. Also make sure you sign up for my weekly newsletter at travisbarrett.com backslash email. And if you'd like to schedule a free call, uh, do that at travisbarrett.com backslash call. I'm happy to answer any questions you have. All right, have a good rest of your day.